On the black Caesar tip, my dialogue is just like a Frank inside of a supermarket for a dog. I'm the untouchable, never to be took out. A sexy mother, who shall prince look out? I'm keeping girls of all shades on my trail. From a sister act down to a single white female. Cause when I hit the skins, they all say damn cane. You knock out the bush like a presidential campaign. But if you think you're licking toes, fix me weak, you better treat me like Freddy Krueger. Don't sleep. I write rap, sweat it, or rip and rock real quick. I was gonna go straight all the Hoe cakes? We could have had something called hoe cakes, mm-hmm. and you didn't do that. We didn't do that. Now, Wait, I wish you hadn't brought it up. <laughs> I wish you hadn't brought it up. Now I'm disappointed. Hi, and welcome to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dag Michaels. With me, as always, is my co-host, Chris King. Hello. We have two very special guests on this episode. On the second half, we have a great interview with really just like uh, a chef who's blazing culinary trails, Chef Erica Oakley. She's doing big things in the city of Naptown. But first, we have the beer girl from Brew Dog Brewery, <laughs> Bridget Haran. Bridget, how you doing today? I'm fine. Let that me was, tell you, Bridget. I don't out of the gate. I'm not signing off on that at all. After last week, <laughs> I, I get on for for the after or two weeks ago. I get on for the after brunch call and I answer call and I feel like I said really nice things I and then so. I go back and I listen to the actual harder brunch podcast. Just slander. I, I I'm not signing on for that. He's out of the gate. Like a, a lot of times, it takes him some time to build up to it. Like he has like some familiarity, and then it's like a build up, and like he has a regular conversation with the lady. You know, like he's talking like he's met, he's talked to ladies before. Yeah. And then at some point, he drops something that's super inappropriate. And like, wow, I wish you hadn't said that. Out of the gate this time. Yeah. That's the familiarity you have because you're here so often. He's just doing it like before you even get to say word one, he drops it. Friend, girl, fr- friend of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I also, it's like I listened last week and I was like, you were so like polite and you were like, yeah, chef, you called the guy chef and you were like, yeah, I'm so, you know, I'm so happy to be here. I'm, you know, love watching your food and so respectful. And then it's like, I get things like, yeah. You know, used to be a chef. <laughs> used Can't to be do a anything. chef. Beer yeah. girl at Brudo. I like that. Beer what's, winch. What's funny is he did all the credentials of a, of a girl, of a woman who is as accomplished as you, I'm not going to say less accomplished, but amazing accomplishments. Same for you, amazing accomplishments. And then just drops you, didn't just do the same, like, and also, yeah. and the same vein of that, we have Bridget Haran. Instead, it's like, and we have the bucket girl yeah. from uh, Kilroy's, Bridget Haran. <laughs> you kind of saw that coming, right? Yeah. You were sitting there going, like, I can't wait till he gets the mic. Or you also, you also have been really nice this morning so far. <laughs> that's true. So I should have I known. Because he wasn't, that's the thing, it was a secret. It was a just secret drop. Saving it up. Like and the bikini girl from Twin Peaks, whatever that place is called, where it's like a Hooters, but they just have boobies, but it's like mountains. What is that place called? Is it Twin, Twin Peaks? Peaks? Yeah, Twin Peaks. That's weird that they just. I thought you were talking about the '90s television show. Right, right. Like, no, I, I, I'm like, I'm surely it's not called <laughs> Twin Peaks because somebody would be like, "Oh, I'm disappointed that it's just like a Hooters instead of like, um, you know, people dressed as like the detective and like the lady carrying the log." Like that's yeah. for me. That's what I thought. I thought uh, Twin Peaks. Like that's cool. Yeah. Like a David Lynch themed restaurant, but no, it's just you, no, it's, it's the illusion of breasts as mountains. That's right. How do you? That's all it is. Yeah, a, a double entendre. If you yeah, will. yeah. How do you think the restaurants are going to do coming back after this? Did you say restaurants? Yeah, <laughs> like your 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 Hooters, oh, you did. Your, yeah, yeah. your Twin Peaks, your uh, what was the one that used to be downtown? Tilted Kill. Tilted Kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which that's, is close. That's, that's for the bottoms. If, yeah. if you're more of a, if you're more of a, a bottom. <laughs> I think I think that those are going to do better than anybody because I'll tell you, you know who goes to restaurants are dudes who carry uh, semi-automatics onto uh, onto government soil to protest at being asked to stay home to protect. Yeah, because they you know, can't the they States. can't keep their mullet fresh. That's right. That's right. I remember going into Hooters as like a thirteen-year-old, and I felt like I was in Vegas or something. I felt like I yeah. was <laughs> definitely doing something immoral that I wasn't supposed to be doing. I, I gotta tell you, like, uh, I just wanted some wings. Yeah, and then six of us like split a wing. There was never anything appealing to me about going to Hooters. The last thing I want to do, especially as an awkward kid, is eat in front of an attractive girl. Yeah, like I didn't want to like. It's especially just me- when you're 13, that's like popping a boner time in your life. Like, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. I have no control. Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. Like, hey, what do you want to eat? I'm like nothing. I don't want to like. What I really wanted was three pounds of wings. But I want to say like an attractive girl, like, well, maybe she'll want to date me if I don't, if I just order a coffee. I was always impressed. I was always impressed as that, like, when I got older, um, I had a friend who they would put on like the WrestleMania, they put on the WrestleMania pay-per-views for him. Yeah. They like buy it or he pay for him or something. And we'd go and I, that was the only time as an adult I ever went to Hooters. 
but I was always impressed at how much they hustle on the beer refills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's part of their deal. Like they pour the beers at the table for you. Yeah. And then it'll just be oh, oh, you guys need another one, right? And yeah. then yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, well, did we just drink twelve pitchers I of think, beer? I here? think that's the worst. Because they're asking you questions, you're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's yeah. the worst part. Yeah. Is I think that Hooters, people that women that are working at Hooters are probably some of the best servers in the industry. But it's just discredited because I'm not gonna go there because <laughs> it, it grosses me out. I don't even like I remember the the wings are amazing. And I remember like picking them up for the Super Bowl. I felt bad even going in there, but um, women that work at Hooters are, are are no joke. I mean, it's a it's a tough job. You got like an AL Emporium bag and you put the wings in there. Yeah, guys, I went to AL Emporium. Like, can you please put it in this? I've been to Hooters twice in my life. Well, two different instances that I went. Uh, I was in New York for New Year's Eve, and um, you went to a Hooters. Well, because you, have I would have kept that to myself to go to the bathroom. Oh, and uh, okay, okay, okay. Place oh, you doing like you the, didn't have to I have to pay to go that makes to the bathroom. Sense. Okay. You're doing like the full Times Square deal. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I heard, yeah, a, I heard a, a lot, lot of people actually wear diapers to go do that. They do, but oh. I was I didn't know. I was like, so, I thought I thought I was like living in like a '90s like rom com. <laughs> it was like kind of snowy, and I was like, this is amazing. And then I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll just find somewhere. And somebody was like, no. Yeah. And then Hooters really brought me down to earth there. So you can that was it. Like you were you were in Times Square and yeah. then you just the Hooters that's there, they just let you go the Well, because they were like, Are you gonna buy something? And I was like, sure. Yeah. I'll buy a soda. Can I have a soda? And Why wouldn't like, they just yeah. charge to use the bathroom? That's the easy one. Like yeah. ten bucks to use the toilet. Like at this point, yeah, whatever you want yeah. me to pay, sure. Literally anything. It, it, yeah. As someone who just unclogged a disgusting toilet about <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten <laughs> five minutes ago. We're yeah. Let me tell you, they there's somebody who doesn't want that job on New Year's Eve. No, I know they wouldn't clean, want it, but rather than bathroom. making people go through the ruse of like, yeah. well, you got to buy like a koozie, yeah. like just like to use the bathroom is ten dollars. I think I got a T-shirt too that I've never worn. Yeah, so. no way. Don't waste your swag on somebody who's going to yeah. throw it away. Like, yeah, you can absolutely use your bathroom. It costs ten dollars. Like, if you're in, if you're doing that, it's a mm-hmm. once in a lifetime kind of bucket experience. Yeah. If it were me, I would pay. Forty dollars for as uh, the amount Literally. of times I'd probably have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Can I have a wristband? I'll just yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we just came with your business model. Like, get a get a subscription to a bathroom in New York. Literally. <laughs> Honestly, that's a great idea. So that's, the, that's the first time I was ever in a Hooters, and it was like the girl was so nice because I, I mean, I was like 21, and I was like, I just need to go to the bathroom. And she was like, you have to buy something, and I was like, yeah. okay, anything. Can I, can I just buy card, going to the bathroom? I'll be back in 10 minutes, <laughs> yeah. Here's a blank check. Put in whatever you feel is necessary. I just have to go to the bathroom. Then, I, th- I think it's for something else, but then it also has a bathroom. So you don't just get a bathroom subscription, but... No, I think that like you just... Think about that. Actually, as a New York business idea. Yeah. Pre, Pre-COVID. Just like you get a subscription to all the public bathrooms you want. It costs like 20 bucks a month. Wherever you go in New York, wherever you are, you can use a bathroom. Think about that. That's a great business idea. Yeah. And yeah. so you sell it to tourists. I mean, like people, people would pay a hundred dollars if they mm-hmm. had somewhere they could Absolutely. Go to the like you can, you, wherever you are, 16 hours. Wait. Here's a map. Here's the, on the app, it shows you everywhere you can use the bathroom and that's participating. And there, I mean, people are just, Restaurants are just raking in cash. The only reason they don't want people to use the restaurants is because hobos will camp in there. Yeah. Um, but if you had somebody that's on an app that has a cell phone that's paying twenty dollars and they came in like, hey, here's my app, scan the barcode. You should take this to Shark Tank right now. I really, I think <laughs> I think I just came up He's with. Like, guys, I gotta go right. I'm now. not gonna be back next week. I'm making millions of dollars with my bathroom subscription idea. Call it NY Shitty. <laughs> That's a really good name. Oh, this cocktail dude. is great, by the way. So oh, I thought it was too sweet. I think um, I think is there you, tequila in here? It's the stuff that Bridget brought. So she had the Cafe, coffee. Oh, so it's Patron. The, okay, that's right. Cafe Patron. Yeah, and then I put a little bit of Grand Marnier. So anytime I do anything with coffee, like a coffee cocktail, I think I think it's more fun to kind of fruit it up. Mm-hmm. So I did like the Grand Marnier. I did a little bit of that Thai simple that we had in there, and then we had the whipped cream, and then that coffee uh, tequila. That was in there. So I thought it was just a little too, still just a little too sweet. I think you could have put, if I just dropped a little more coffee in there, I also put egg whites. Hopefully mm. everybody's okay with egg whites. Yeah. Just to kind of froth <laughs> it up. You had to make it softer. Uh, so. I mean, my throat's going to close off here in any mm, second. Mm, but mm, <laughs> Yeah, they were all in the middle of the pandemic. So, so we hey. did um, pancakes today. Yeah. Pancake party. Bridget, I honestly, I haven't even got a chance to look at my Instagram to see anyone's submissions yet. But you made some wonderful pancakes. Yeah, I made a... Uh, Blueberry buttermilk pancakes that were kind of fluffy and are good. Um, and then I made a uh, blueberry and herb maple syrup. So it's maple syrup, blueberry, mint, uh, a little bit of parsley, and kind of cook all that down together. A little lemon zest, 
uh, put that over the top, and then I whipped uh, cream and mascarpone together, a little bit more lemon zest, mm. dollop that on the top. It was really good. It was awesome. Yeah. I have a lot of weird allergies, so I can't have a lot of fruit, but like the fruits I like, I really like. I love blueberries. So I know I was I was trying to go through my mental Rolodex and I was like, which things kill Bridget again? <laughs> I had to call her and double he check. Me. He was like, blueberries, well, you- blackberries, good, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, strawberries, and I was like, hard no. And he was like, okay, strawberries. Oh, strawberries separate. kill you. Will they kill you? My throat closes up pretty, wow. pretty quickly. Good to know. That's what he said the first time I came on. He was like, because he he asked me. He was like, I never told Chris if Chris had come and had like a strawberry cocktail. I you wouldn't have been the wiser and I would have just drank it. I like that I'm he like polite. has that expectation. Like I'm going to come in with like French strawberries. <laughs> like typically it's just like, I brought this gin. What do you have in the house? Yeah. Like that's a lot of the cocktails. Well, I typically ask guests if they have any food allergies yeah, you or do. just any things. They start, and I don't yeah. make someone, even if it's like a lot of people don't like sunny side up eggs. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like anything you don't particularly like. But then I'd never carry that over to the cocktail and be like, no. oh, I should tell Chris if someone's yeah. like, because you were the first person I think that actually was like, oh, I not only do I have an allergy, here's an entire list yeah. of allergies. She's like, she's a lot like Mr. Burns from Seinfeld, from uh, Simpsons. Like she's got so many <laughs> things going wrong with her, the kind of balancing thing. She's held up, she's held up by the diseases that are flowing yes. through her blood. Which is, well, that's the thing is like on the contrary, you're asking everybody, which I know that you've asked, I've seen you ask, even me. Even though we've known each other for years, you said, are you allergic to anything? And I said, no. On the flip side, I put a raw egg in a drink and I said, here, drink this. And didn't even, yeah. didn't say a word. And see, my thing is like, I'm too polite. Like if that first day he had like, get, cause he just, he was like here. Yeah. And, like didn't tell. Didn't ask. And it was like, there was a pill floating in your drink. And I, oh, yeah. I would have just, just drank it anyway. So I, I should be like, oh, I don't really know these people. So yeah. This, yeah. This is fine. It's like a tiny pool of blood in a pill. Like that's, <laughs> is this okay? Like, yeah, just drink it. You'll be fine. It's going to be great. It might be a little thick irony. <laughs> so we are we are slowly reopening America. Yeah, we're, we're coming yeah, yeah. up out of COVID, and it's weird too. I was thinking about the TV shows that we've been watching throughout yep. this whole like like it was like everybody was crazy about Tiger King. Uh-huh. Now, if you bring up Tiger King, people will spit in your face. Yeah, it's actually, too much. It's, it's, like everyone's and, and over people it. Who too were, commercial. Who were excited about it? Yeah, oh yeah. And now they're like, I mean. No, like he's terrible. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you were like all about. You I'm have still a shirt. about the show. You have I... a shirt that says Carol Baskin. Is <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, what are you I'm still all about the show. I'm just tired of hearing about it. Like I, I remember. Uh, so I, a little shout out. I was on uh, Gunner and the Pistols. I think is the name of the podcast. I was on that podcast. And he, we, the, the theme was top five shows that we're watching during COVID. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that I brought up was, um, I honestly can't remember the name of it. Platforms? Level. Oh, yeah. Jesus. What, platform? The platform. Platform. The platform. I brought the platform. That was it. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a lot of shit for it because I made fun of you so much. It's a very, it's very good. But the oh, irony of that. It. He liked it too? He liked it too. Yeah, he uh, watched it. And and I called him one night and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I actually just started the platform. He's like, okay, I'm hanging up. Like, Let me know what you think. Bye. It was good. But the funny Bye. thing was, is like. That was the very beginning of everyone talking about Tiger King. Yeah. And then you came to us that same day. Like that was that Sunday was the day that everybody, yeah. literally everybody's like, my Sunday is Tiger King. <laughs> like all of America. Like that's what we're doing. Like, hey, I got to tell you about this amazing show. It's on Netflix. Everybody's going to be talking about it. It's the biggest thing ever. It would be it's like, it would be like, <laughs> it would be like if, if like back in the 90s, the weekend that like Titanic came out. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, have you guys seen the platform? Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it'd be, it'd be like, everybody's talking about Titanic. Like, hey, guys, you know what's really cool this year? Evita. <laughs> you guys want to see Evita? That's going to be the movie that everyone talks about forever. It's going to make this director's career, whose name is No One Knows. Yeah. Because, I've been interested. Because it came out, it picked the wrong weekend to come right. out. Yeah, absolutely. I've been interested because it, it seems like w- what the tendency was, was for everyone to go to like the worst possible forms of entertainment yeah. just to, like for a pure escapism yeah and then some of the shows that i don't necessarily watch but i've seen on that have piqued my interest are like the like the over-the-top uh, reality dating shows or the over like the have you seen yeah. the the too hot to handle or whatever no 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 <laughs> So, I can't like, do it. Like, other, I haven't watched. Sure, per- yeah. Per- apparently, or the, the one that like, <laughs> he's like, you guys have seen it, right? Like, no, like, yeah, me neither. Like, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> well, Thad watched the entire thing and explained, oh, yeah, explained it to me. But I watched the whole. It was just like a bunch of hot people in a house, and the whole thing is they think they're on a reality dating show, and then it turns out it's like, hey, you can win fifty thousand dollars. Oh, but you can't have sex. But if you, you can't if touch you each touch, other. If you kiss or have sex, you everyone loses money every time you hook oh. up. But these are all people that have been handpicked because one, they're super hot and two, they're just super horny people. Yeah. 
Okay. Like nymphos. And so and I kind of like that. Yeah. That's... No, it's like I, I I do dig trash like that. Then there's like shows like 90 Day Fiance. Are you familiar with that? Mm-mm. It's basically they take a borderline special needs person and trick them into sex. Sorry? And they trick them into sex trafficking. <laughs> it's amazing. There's no way that's true. Yeah. There's no way. Oh that's yeah. The show. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What is 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> there's day no way that's the premise. There's the one picture of the gentleman, and I'm sure he's lovely. No, the the whole point is they take they just take a person who is of uh, questionable intelligence, uh-huh. um, just just a dud of a person, uh-huh. and then they're like, and then here's basically like, uh, <laughs> you know what's as, funny is I only know so Bridges just so so people know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry, this is a podcast. No, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'll explain. <laughs> so Bridges showing us a picture uh, of a guy and a and a girl that are on Ninety Day Fiance and the. But the thing about this picture that she's showing me is that I've seen this meme a couple times where mm-hmm. he's like giving her a foot massage or something like that. Yeah. She she looks like she's about 19. Yeah, yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. Got long, dark hair. And he looks like Ron Jeremy ate Ron Jeremy. And then <laughs> Ron Jeremy that was eaten was stuck in Ron Jeremy. That's eat, the eater is stuck in his neck. Yeah. He's all he's neck. He's got a little bit of like a job of the hut kind of. Yeah. Neck. He's like, if like a thumb, if your <laughs> if your head was a thumb and just jutted directly from your shoulders and then someone uh, glued a face to it, that's what he looks okay. like. Okay. This is what I'm thinking of now. Did you guys ever watch Spy Kids? The first one with the thumb, the hand. Oh, the, the they were yeah. the thumbs because the thumb. Yeah. yeah the thumb yeah. is the fat part. That's what yeah. his face looks like. That's, that's that's what I said. We didn't even need to make a spike. I feel like you just want to introduce spike kids. Like, <laughs> Do you uh, spike kids. I'm like, I mean, Brad, I, I saw spike kids. <laughs> but have you guys seen spike kids? You guys ever seen spike kids? You know it's a good movie. You should watch spike kids. Like, I mean, right. it was no spike kids 3D. I'll say that. Much. <laughs> so, so yeah. So the whole plot is that they they take some sort of schlub, and okay. then that and then they pair the, they're they're paired up with basically some beautiful. Penelope Cruz, hot level person who lives yeah, in a yeah. hut in like Istanbul, and they're just trying to come to America. And then the whole show is is them like, are they going to get married, and so she can get her green card and, and move to America? And is, it's it's all based around the girl. Just how far will she go to get this green card? Yeah. But then they they, they pretend like it's a it's a love show. You know, is is the dude who looks like Ron Jeremy as a thumb? Another is he? Couple. That's a couple. Is the the dude's the dude? I, yeah, yeah. You can so always tell. Switch it around. Yeah, you yeah. can tell who's trying to get the green card because the green card obviously is the better looking yeah. person. But is the American? Are they wealthy or they're just no? Like, sometimes they're poor, <laughs> Some, and, that, and that's even better because they lie about it sometimes yeah. too. Wow. It's always like a dude that lives with his mom, and he's like just writing letters, and wow. then he'll sometimes he'll take like all the money, and then they go over to what my president likes to call a shithole country. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, kind of lure them back to the States and they get back to the States and it's like, Oh, you know, I said a mansion. Actually, I live in the basement of my mom's yeah. house. I don't know, why, then, is this Netflix? No, it's not the learning channel. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you called it that because too many people call it TLC. Like, no, 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 don't call it TLC. When you're talking about shows like Mary and I'll go get your green card. You need to call it the learning channel. That's the best part. Cause they have disc- so many people are at it. They, they, TLC is just churning out terrible TV and has been yeah. for at least 10 years. And you need to always talk about like, have you seen the learning channel lately? The, what what the learning channel likes to do is it's basically like a modern day sideshow. It's a modern day yep. sideshow thing. It's like, Hey, we can't like, we can't mock a 600 pound person. They do that. Or a dwarf. They do that. Or too. somebody with a physical disability. They do all those things. But what we'll do is we'll make this show, yeah, and where we'll, we'll, you can draw your own, <laughs> your own conclusions. <laughs> like these are just people in our eyes. If you think something yeah. different, that's actually your problem. You're the monster. You're the monster in <laughs> the learning channel. All I'm saying is we may have to cut the side of this house off to get the guests out of here. But if you laugh at that. Yeah, that's on you. We're just trying you. to teach you because we're about the learning. Mm-hmm. We just want you to learn about other Types of living and th- how this person lives is they brush their teeth with pancakes. This brings us first full circle. Well, what was your what was your guilty binge recently? Um, I don't, I don't have a TV. Um, okay. wow. So I, you're gonna be one of those people. I I read a lot. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What a dick. I'm so glad you said that thing about her uh, being the bucket girl at who is <laughs> serving yeah. winch. Ugh. 
Um, <laughs> I don't even watch what, TV. What have you been doing? Have you been rereading uh, Harry Potter? Yeah. No, I've actually been uh, forcing my dog to go on walks with me no matter what the weather is like. Yeah. So that's kind of like my weird kink during quarantine. So okay. you don't, I don't want to do this, but she's taking us on the road. So you don't own a TV at all? No. But everyone. Well, okay. Also, you have a computer. Like, yeah. But, well, yes. Sure. You're right. So like my normal like work when I used to work, um, I, right. I would work like 16 hour days. And so it's like, then I would get home and I would. Stare at the floor. So I, I listen to podcasts. So oh, she was like, and then I come home and then I read a book <laughs> in the I rain go, with my dog. In the rain with my dog. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Listening to Atlanta. Your life is Little House on the Prairie. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I go home and I watch television. It's awesome. Play a video game. I have technology. But I, I like watching movies. So like I watch the the platform on what on your phone? Oh, just on my computer. Okay. So I have internet. <laughs> yeah. I'm not living under a rock. I just, Seems like you are. <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah. Um and. So I watch the platform. I have I watched the the Parks and Rec rerun. What'd you think of that? Or the rerun? Or did you watch the the, the, the special? Special. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about that? Um, I don't know. I was really excited about it. Yeah. And I I thought it was cute, and obviously it was for a good cause. But it, you know, it's kind. Of, it wasn't the same as yeah. the show. And- I thought. I, I honestly, I, I agree with you, but I think that was the best that anyone could mm-hmm. do with that. Platform. I think like that, like that crew is great, and I think yeah. they're all so funny individually. So I think SNL shoots the shot, and they miss really most of the time. Yeah. But I thought what Parks and Rec did, like that, yeah. they set the bar. Like if and we had like, to, everyone was excited about, it, so everyone yeah. tuned in. It was. I thought it was weird. It was just really weird and everything, and it wasn't real. Yeah. But it was the best yeah. you could do with having everybody do it from their house. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Well, no, but you should check it out. It's okay. pretty good. It's, there's better television like Tiger King. I thought, you, I thought you were waiting for me to like chime in on it. I'm no, no, no. As far as hierarchies happen. of shows, like yeah. I would definitely watch Tiger King first if you haven't seen it. But it's it's it, it's interesting to watch that. It's going to be super interesting later. Like the you know back when we were like when we were like in our 30s, they did <laughs> VH1. Like I remember like I, I remember I the 90s. In my 30s. <laughs> I remember the 90s or or uh, whatever the thing that the, the VH1 did. Like this, yeah. is, I'm going to be really interested to watch the the 10 years of like 2020. I love the the coronavirus. I love the coronavirus. I, re- yeah. I love the Ronies. <laughs> like the talking heads on VH1 talking about this. Like yeah, I just watched a bunch of people in their houses making shows. Like, that yeah, was entertaining. We call that entertainment. Everybody was so bummed out about the old people dying, but then the Tiger King came along. <laughs> Cheered us all up. Hey, welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. Uh, our guest today is Chef Erica Oakley. Welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? Going well, going well. So, Erica, you and I were in culinary school at the same time together. We sure were. <laughs> but then you went on to become a, a world famous chef. And I, not so much. Um, I love to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He really like. He tells me almost every day, you know, I'm not a world-famous chef. I, I don't need to know any of it. I don't know why. Like, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. I didn't even know you're not a world-famous chef. Thanks. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> my, my, you may be exaggerating just a bit, but, I mean, thanks. <laughs> So, so to to fill everybody in, uh, so you you graduate you you graduated in twenty fifteen fourteen fifteen, fourteen yeah fourteen. I it's all a blur now. I'm trying to remember what year I graduated. I think, yeah, we graduated the same time. <laughs> I know, really. Years. When did you graduate? You look back and you're like, wait, you what year was that? <laughs> so, where did you go directly like, after graduation? Kind of, kind of fill us in on like the timeline of, of what you did right after school? Um, so Steph Lexi, you know, Steph Lexi, I did catering for him um, for probably a year, year and a half, uh, got into the industry, worked in Westfield at uh, the local eatery and pub, got into Hotel World, worked there for two, almost seven years. Um, and now just started a new gig actually at Kilroy's. So that's awesome. And you, you're the GM there, right? No, uh, not GM, uh, uh, executive chef. Sorry. So I that's over, what I mean. uh, Oh no, you're good. Uh, downtown location and then the broad location. Oh, for both. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Both. That's, that's, that's so interesting. I mean, we talked about that last 
uh, we talked about that before we went on, and it, I, he said it was just a one, but that's that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know, I don't you. actually know Appreciate anything. <laughs> I don't actually no. know anything. I'm just making up. That's making why. Up that's why you're not a world famous chef because you don't know anything. That's exactly why. Otherwise, he would do it. But he does nothing. So that that's a. Uh, and then I'm sorry, Kilroy's Kilroy's for how long? Uh, started in Kilroy's in December. Nice. So before all this madness happened, right? Um, yeah, everything was going good, and then coronavirus hit. So. Right. Here I am talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a lot of people had really, really good jobs right before the apocalypse. <laughs> it's like a bunch of people was like, everybody got like, man, this is it. I'm set. Oh, wait. It's, an, it's the apocalypse. No one would expect Oh, it. wait. You thought that you had a really cool, awesome job? What if you put that on no, five? No, no. Just for the a world moment. Is shut down. <laughs> That's how much I don't want you to succeed. Right. So you 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 had spent you had spent the previous so you had a lot of um, kind of hotel experience in, in in the past seven years in in doing like a lot of like kind of like finer dining correct yeah I did a bunch of banquets and catering um, we had breakfast at a hotel which was all all a cart made fresh daily um, everything in banquets was obviously I mean all of menu everything was. So yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily have a, a menu that I went off of. It was just kind of how it was and what products we have now. So, and then and then transitioning um, from there to being an executive chef at uh, at Kilroy's um, at, at two locations, like how much I guess freedom or leeway do you have as far as like the menu goes there? Like I assume it's a pretty kind of corporate thing going on. Well, no, it's not. It's not super corporate at all. Um, so Paul actually owns two locations, which is broader hole in downtown, and menu is pretty pretty open and free falling. So it kind of sucks that everything's going on right now because just starting in December, I wanted to start in the spring. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start making a bunch of really cool items, and you know, look at my P mixes and see what sells, what doesn't sell, and how can I, you know put my put my spin on the menu and still be an awesome you know bar and grill kind of sports bar theme and everything kind of got put on hold so but yeah uh very different from hotel world but it's it's still really awesome to be in a in an environment where it kind of challenges you because you know you're you don't have those people who are going to spend X amount of dollars on a steak or whatever you want a sports bar, like you want chicken wings and nachos. So like being able to put your flair on that. So I was super excited going into in March because March Madness and all of that going on. So oh yeah, unfortunately that got put on hold for a moment. So <laughs> yeah, I wonder. So what did they do? Did they just did they just did Kilroy just say, hey, we're just kind of taking a break, and then it everybody's just kind of on a wait and see, or are you still doing some stuff? them now kind of prepping for when we can all go back to regular life um we did carry out for three weeks uh didn't do too bad actually um but just the revenue that kilroy's does as like i said uh yeah you know a bar and grill or a a a sports bar there's no sports to be watched right now so i mean you can still come in like and hang out or you i mean you could before this but Takeout's not necessarily our thing. You, you think about like, oh, I want to go hang out at the sports bar and watch sports. So right, after three right. weeks, unfortunately, we were just kind of like, you know what? We're going to put it on hold for a moment. Like, Kilroy's isn't going anywhere. Like, we'll until right. further notice, we'll be back. But yeah, we just kind of made that executive decision of for our people, for our staff and employees, and all of our you know patrons. Like at this point in time, it was just time to talk it up for the moment you know what's crazy is that uh i I keep trying to guess and kind of envision what this new world's gonna look like when we get to come out of our caves again and 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 start back over like i feel like so much is going to be different that we can't even really call right now but one thing i didn't even think of i'm I'm super not a sports guy at all so i wasn't really thinking about this but I, i i i mean restaurants will be open bars will be open way before probably a lot of sports will be back on. 
Yeah. So are they, are, are they going to play like, yeah. are they going to be playing like weird sports at sports bars? You know, like you go in, it's going to be like, Je- <laughs> they're playing Jeopardy on every screen. Well, I think about that. I'm like, well, I feel like they're just going to like rerun a bunch of stuff. Like all the epic, yeah. you know, football moments or basketball moments or baseball. It's like going to be like on a, <laughs> like a reel. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see they have, they have virtual racing. Like there's a lot of people that are like a bunch of NASCAR drivers are playing NASCAR online and people are watching. And the only reason I know about this is because some NASCAR driver dropped a hard R during <laughs> one of the races. <laughs> And then he was almost almost immediately fired. But apparently, <laughs> but apparently, there's I, that's the only reason I even saw the article. Like, and he, I, I saw the video. He just dropped it. It was crazy um, because he thought he was in his car. And so people, <laughs> people are like, "Hey, man, everybody can hear you right now. I can't believe that just happened." So you're alive right now. Do you understand that? <laughs> I what an idiot. Uh, but yeah, so so they, but there's a huge following on. NASCAR online NASCAR racing and they have so now it's like professional NASCAR racers are racing and then sometimes losing to like kids sitting at home and I don't oh I don't God. know I can't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine that being a replacement for sports but that's what people are watching right now which is nuts oh I can't imagine I mean in in our world now like of course media stimulus is huge so like what can we do to abide our time like of course you know we're still working on the lawn cooking or doing yeah. around the house but like at the end of the day how many times can i actually clean my house <laughs> right. yeah, yeah do, you, do you have do you I mean, ha- do you have a covid schedule uh that you try to keep uh chris and i both chris, chris is working from home and i am still working part-time so i still get up and go downtown and, and work every day a little bit i was uh i was furloughed oh, okay. fur- i feel like yeah crazy. i i haven't uh, actually, today was the second time I've left my house in probably a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I wake up with the COVID schedule. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z. hope, you know, I cross off 90% of those things each day. And if I don't, you know, I'll push it on to the next day. But yeah, I mean, not being able to leave the house is kind of a weird thing. <laughs> like, I feel like sometimes I'm a little kid looking through the window. I'm like, Am I allowed to go outside? <laughs> and the answer is no. The answer is no. Well, I, I like you I, can go outside, but stay very, very close to your house. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. got I just got a roommate during during this. Like, so I think I went like the first week or two. I hadn't had a roommate in like five months, and then we had already planned on moving into it. He planned on moving in here, and he kind of like it was like a a, a mid quarantine move in like here here's your new roommate and i remember we had talked uh, about moving in and i was like hey i'll never be home like we'll hardly ever see each other like i'm so busy like i, I like i work and i do comedy night. we'll be we'll be two ships sailing in the night <laughs> and uh and now oh, we, we we actually uh we sleep in a bed like the grandparents in uh willy wonka you know like we're just always on top of each other <laughs> oh man so uh what so you're not working you're you're doing the covid schedule are you are you doing like the deep dives on netflix you got any shows that you're like binging um i just finished homeland so if you guys haven't seen homeland like i'm super into like fbi i don't know why ever since i was a kid i watched svu stuff like that but just binge watch Homeland, and that was awesome. Does it stay? Um, does it stay good throughout? Right. Because I, I kind of tapped out after uh, one of the main characters was no longer there. Uh, spoiler! Spoiler alert. Okay, so this is a <laughs> horrible reference, and all of you listening, I'm so sorry, but it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like, don't get attached to any character because they're probably gonna die. Okay, right. <laughs> like you're, oh, that's you're great. More I'm good known, But like everything has a correlation, so like. It's not one of those shows that you can just openly watch, like making dinner or cleaning the house or do whatever. Like, you have to watch it. Like, even sometimes when I'm like going into like a new episode, I'm like, shit, what happened in the last episode? So, like, preview the last one. I'm like, okay, cool. I think I, I think I have this. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I saw you just posted something. Uh, you just posted you were in some sort of uh, food challenge. We, uh, what was that on Instagram? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, so World Foods right now is doing a bunch of um, food sport challenges, whether it be um, well, the one I participated in today was a Meatless Monday Challenge. They've done Taste of America. They've done, actually, I think it starts next week. It's a five-ingredient challenge. But today, uh, yeah, Meatless Monday. Uh, did a bunch of veggies and couscous and a little gremolata. Yeah, it was nice. That's great. I, I love the fact that uh, people are doing these. Well, we, we were trying to get a, a few going um, on so, like, so it's, it's weird. Cause like normally we, you know, we have the guest over, I cook something for a theme and we all kind of like break bread, sit down and then do the podcast. Obviously now with social distancing right. and everything, I can't have people over. So uh, I was like, well, let's, yeah. let's try to get some challenges going. I was trying to get some of the audience uh, involved and uh, two we had some success for the first couple of weeks and I think it kind of, it kind of waned off after a while. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make right. this, I'm going to make the theme real easy. Eggs. How about that? Just eggs. Just take a picture of eggs and send it to us. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to do. I think it's, I honestly right. think it's because I mean, podcasts are people listen to podcasts on the way to work. I'm telling you the only time I listen to a podcast now, which is ours. The only time I listen to it is when I'm on the way to our podcast. That's, <laughs> the only time that I'm actually listening to podcasts anymore. I think it's just really hard because and there's you're sitting there, you know, it's hard to listen to something you can't see when you're sitting there looking at your television. And I think that I'm, I'm surprised we've had as many people as we have because I think that, you know, people have seen that and people are doing it. But yeah, we need to make it as easy as possible. I think at some point we said, if you made a sandwich, we'll, we'll, we will probably post it. As long as it's something that you've made. We're setting the bar really low. <laughs> really low <laughs> we're setting the bar very low <laughs> very very low like listen if you had a if you had a bag of cheeses take a picture send it to us we just want to make sure people are eating okay that's all hey man you and can then, do a lot of things with cheeses <laughs> i'm just saying yeah yeah no that would be that would be great that's and that's that's the good thing about going over there is that dyke is still even though it's just you know we are in our separate quarantines on a regular basis there are you know he's still making the amount of food for 10 people so i have gained uh you know, ten people's worth, ten people's worth of weight. That's what I've done. <laughs> these people are coming over, so it's it's been fine, fine for me. Yeah, I don't know, Erica, if you've ever had this problem, but I can't, I can't portion down past like ten people. Like I can't just really cook for just yeah. one very well. I don't know how to do that. Well, that's funny you say that. So I was doing this challenge today. Like, I mean, I made the recipe of how I envisioned everything you know planning out and i ended up putting half of what i prepped like in little ziploc baggies or containers so i was like i don't know how to cook for two let alone like one (laughs) person (laughs) i just made so much food (laughs) yeah like i i feel like it's a very common thing um you so you were doing for years you get you were definitely doing a lot of like brunch dishes at, at the hotel right yeah, so I did, um, well, every Sunday we used to have a cold brunches, and then we used to do a bunch of drag brunches and holiday brunches, so we, like, tried to, over the years, just intertwine, like, a specialty, like, package, like, it was a, you know, bottom mimosas or Bloody Marys or whatever, but, yeah, brunch is definitely my thing. I, I love I don't ever since I was a kid, like my grandma taught me like how to make breakfast and all the things you can do from breakfast food and being so cheap and yeah, my thing. <laughs> where, 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 where are you from? Like what's your, your background? I uh, grew up in Greensburg, Indiana. Okay. Um, and then moved to Indy when I was 18. So I've been here for quite a bit now. Um, but I grew up southern. I mean, I was gardening. Say, I was about to say. I feel like I remember you having a lot more of a twang. <laughs> well, that I'm sorry. I feel like I remember you having like a, a twang. twang, like a southern <laughs> a southern drawl. I did. Yeah, I I feel like I've I've gotten away from it a little bit, but I mean, it's still there every once in a while. <laughs> That's such an Indiana thing that you could be. I mean, because you're only. How, how far are you from Greensburg? I mean, it's only, how long is that commute? Like an hour? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Hour and Yeah. Only Indianapolis is like, some people can speak like they're from 
you know, from Louisiana, like, where are you from? Like, I'm from Greensburg. Like, just, I don't know what that is. I, I, cause I have, I have family that we, you know, they were my mom and, and aunt that are the, they grew up in the same house. And one of them has a Southern accent and it's just because she moved to, uh, Greenfield. Or <laughs> no, 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 Greenwood. She, went, she moved to Greenwood and now she sounds like, uh, she's in Texas. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I was surprised you said Indiana. I thought you were definitely going to say like Tennessee or like. Yeah. Uh, it's that country. I don't know. Yeah. So, what's your favorite? Like, what's your what are your favorite like brunch dishes to prepare? Ooh, the chips and gravy for sure. I know it's like a very standard, <laughs> you know, but. So I love chorizo, and yes. um, I yeah. I use as I said earlier, love to garden. So usually save my jalapeno or Fresno pepper seeds and dry them out to do like red pepper flakes, and then I love fennel with the chorizo and you know a traditional like gravy back in the day was you know milk or evaporated milk, and I like to use heavy cream. So <laughs> that's my secret. <laughs> I, uh, so when I was in, when I was, uh, finishing culinary school, I was working at a uh, black acre brewery in Irvington and, uh, they kind of let oh, me, yeah. what's that? Oh no. You're good. Okay. Oh, yeah, and, uh, they, they kind of <laughs> let me, <laughs> they kind of let me take over. Uh, and I was like, I want to do a brunch there. And it was really the only cooking that I, I was doing while I was in school. Like outside of school and um it wasn't a real like kitchen it was like a broom closet um but i would play around with stuff and i would just i would do one item every sunday and it was kind of like take it or leave it i would make, make make one thing and like have a vegetarian version of it and um right and they they let me play around with it and like eventually after like three years it became like like one of the most popular brunch places in the city at the time even though we only offered one thing, like we literally didn't even sell coffee. Like it was like BYO coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like, like, I like any place where it's like, where, I like any place where it's like, Hey, can I get this? Can I get this for breakfast? No, we have one thing. Like, that's, that's like a way. <laughs> this is all we have. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. Like, Oh, I'll take the omelet. Sorry. We just had biscuits and gravy. Like, Oh, okay. Well then I guess I'll just have toast. Biscuits and gravy. That's all you can so have. Again, you'll is, just have the bits best. and gravy. <laughs> again, everybody's getting bits and gravy. That's it. But I yeah. think that that works. I think that it. I think people going to restaurants. Uh, it's like people that like to date mean people. Like that. <laughs> they just there are people out there that just want to be tra- kind of treated like jerks. And it's like really, can't believe they talk to me like that. I can't wait to go back. Like I think there's there's a. Those people are not catered to in Indianapolis. To me, people are too nice to them. They need a place to go where they're just like, hey, can I get that with no sauce? No, no, you can't. Or you can leave or you take the sauce. And I think that there's a market for that. That we're not, that we're not. You leave or you take the sauce. (laughs) I I, I feel (laughs) like I've. Whatever I have, you get. I feel like I've lightened up a little bit on that. I feel like previously I would have been like, this is the way the dish comes. Like, take it or leave it. Now I'm like, you know what? <laughs> if, you, if you want to drown your steak and ketchup, brother, have at it. You know, like it's none of my business. How do you feel about that? I don't. Oh I God. don't think of that I being. I don't think of that. By I wish I could say that. Of, this is how it right. Comes, take it or leave it, but that's, that's not it. how it works anymore. <laughs> no, I, I. You know what though? I. I don't think about that being front of the house, not back of the house. Especially as an executive chef, you're putting something together. And I mean, you're excited about what you're going to put together and then taking off a single thing just because some dum-dum doesn't understand how it works with everything else. That's got to suck. Like when you see that go out, like, well, you're not going to like it because all that stuff is there, like for a reason. I really, I, 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 I mean, yeah. Go ahead. You build, a, you build a recipe on, you know, sweet, sour, savory, crunchy, right. salt. I mean, all the combinations that you can think of food, but it's like, I don't know. I. I've never been that person. Like, if you want to limit yourself to compromising the dish, right. then all right, cool. Like, I want, I would love for you to try this, but if you're not, if, you, if you're not willing to, that's okay. I mean, right. allergies right. nowadays, I feel like, are crazy. So sure. I don't, I don't want to, you know, push that button or anything. But 
yeah, I would I would love to have that restaurant where I'm like, you know, no substitutions, but perfect world. <laughs> right, right. Well, like, no, I mean, and I don't know. I think that's that's what we see in the front of the house is that people want to have whatever they have at home. Like, I want like instead of a cheeseburger, can you replace the burger with bologna and the cheese <laughs> with more bologna? And instead of bologna, I'll take Wonder Bread. Like, I want it to taste like my house. I don't want anything different at all. Like, there are definitely people out there like. That. Well, like I, I feel like they just completely broke us of that in in culinary school because it was like. Yeah, it was like you don't have to, you don't have to love caviar, but you have to know good caviar from bad caviar, and like there was very little leeway of us not trying something, literally unless it was like against your religion, you know. So it's just like, oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there's very little. There's, I mean, I have things that I know that I don't particularly love, but I don't think there's much that I can't eat you know if need be or take a bite of yeah yeah no 100 percent. like everyone's always like what's the one thing that you won't ever eat and i'm like oh that's a that's a tough question because like yeah. if i don't like it i'm i'm not gonna necessarily eat it but it's not that i don't like appreciate its worth like mm-hmm. i don't like literally think that i've ever found anything that i'm just like i can never eat this again like this is absolutely horrible <laughs> For me, it like it has to be. It has to go like borderline, like those weird videos when someone's eating like something that's alive, like squirming around. Like, yeah, I couldn't do that. Uh, uh, fish eyes. I'm not. I don't think I've ever ate like a fish eyeball. I don't know. I think that might be my line. Have you? Yeah. Ever, have you? Do you have you ever eaten an eyeball? Yeah. I've actually eaten two eyeballs. I've eaten a fish eyeball and I've eaten a roasted pig eyeball, which if you've never, don't crunch on it. Like you, it's like sucking wet. Like you gotta like, it's almost like an oyster. It's got like a pit in it. You know, the cartilage of the eye, but the pig eyeball was really, really good. It was like sweet and salty and yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's it's right it's right up there next to the. To, it's, I was gonna say it's right next to that pork cheek, which is like the best part of the pig. Yeah. So like, no, uh, oh no, yeah, I don't absolutely. think that that's I don't, but that's not the case. That's not the same. It's like an eyeball and a cheek. It's not like <laughs> I don't think it's the same family of things. But they're definitely connected. They're they're close together, but they're coming out of two different holes. That's like saying that, you know what that that pork cheek's also real close to the butthole, but I bet those taste different. <laughs> They're very close excited. together. <laughs> I guarantee you that's a that's a different taste. That's a whole family of taste right there. That's not the same at all. I don't think that. Like, hey, eat that eyeball. It's real close to the cheek. Like, I don't give a shit if it's close to the cheek. It's still an yeah. eyeball. Well, I, I'll tell you what. It's like, definitely not a cheek. It's an yeah. eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eyeball. Right. I'll tell you what. Like, I I think to get into Oful, you really need to have like someone that's really excited about it it's like it's like getting into a band that you're not sure about you need to have someone that's already like really into that and then kind of be your guide and take you through and sometimes their enthusiasm for it will just be like okay this is weird like but like like i grew up like my grandma uh my french grandma like i like i grew up eating like cow tongue like that was just like a a a special dinner you know somebody might get that for their birthday it would be like um it wasn't sous vide but it was like cooked in like a pressure cooker and it would be like a brown like pickle gravy mashed potatoes peas and sliced cow tongue i thought it was just what it was called for the first like 10 years of my life did you like it though is the question i, lo- I, love, I love it um it it was we- oh my god yeah it was weird to me because after like growing up on it like because it was pressure cooked it was so soft that when i would have like like mexican tongue it was almost like chewy it was almost like too chewy for me oh yeah it's cow tongue is definitely a desired cook like it's how do you want it do you want it to be you know with crumbiest do you want it to be like where you can bite into it like the first time i saw lingua tongue like tacos i was like oh, yes <laughs> Yeah, I I I wanted to play around and I want to I want to do some like I think I've done it sous vide once, 
I don't know. Pressure cookers scare me for some reason, even though I grew up all around them. I feel like I like I don't trust the seals. I'm always worried that I'm going to somehow blow myself up. So I'm like, uh, maybe I'll just sous vide this tongue. <laughs> yeah, you can sous vide. I've had tongue for sure. I don't know that I've had tongue before, but yeah, we uh, do. You have one, Doug? Do you have a sous vide? I can bring one over. No, yeah, I. I do I, I have a sous vide? I, I sous vide. Yeah. No, I I sous vide uh, stuff for the deviled eggs on Sunday. I sous vide that ham oh. hock. Uh, I just steal my boss's one uh, every time I need to use it. Um, Erica, thank you so much. Thank you so much for talking to us and being on the show today. Uh, I always like to give uh, uh, plugs at the end. Do you have any social media plugs or, I mean, obviously with COVID, not a lot of people have upcoming events, but (laughs) the floor is yours. If you have anything you'd like to promote or put uh, out there, I got getting out of my house coming up. Well, only thing as you <laughs> Well, as you said earlier, I did the meatless Monday for World Foods, so I mean that would be an awesome plug to do. Um now, did you so people, Roy, to be Do people vote on that or how does that work? Um, honestly it's a great question. I've I've been asked it a few times today. Um so they've had a bunch of categories going right now and it's trying to get, you know, people to cook at home and do whatever is going on right now. Like, don't go out. But they've had, I think, four or five challenges now where, you know, put their recipe out there with pictures and they have boats and everything. And then they get a golden ticket to actually get to World Food Championship, which is going to be held, uh, Actually, uh, final tables in Indianapolis, if everything, you know, pans out, it's going to be in August here. So that's another challenge for people to go out and look for being able to do. I think there's a chili cook-off. I think there's a, a boil cook-off. And so as of right now, like they're trying to do a bunch of different challenges for everyone to kind of, you know, put everything through and yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Erica. Appreciate it. And uh, as soon as all this uh, craziness is over, we'd definitely love to have you come back on the program and actually sit yeah. down and, and eat some brunch with us. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll make a cow tongue. Oh, that would be great. I would be <laughs> I down for some cow, to- cow tongue. Yeah, I'd be down. All right. All right. You said it, not me. I'm just saying. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time.